Welcome to another episode of Auto What. I'm sitting here with Keegan on, uh, Rob Atrell, and I'm my me myself. Me myself. Does that make sense? Yep. I'm uh, I'm on Bash here. Uh, we're the co-host of Auto What, uh, the new-ish podcast. We're on uh, our fourth episode, and this time we're featuring uh, a famous person from Ottawa. No, is that, is that, that's, that's too much pressure, right? Notorious is a we good have, word. <laughs> notorious is a good word for it. We have uh, we have Zachary Hayes here with us. How, how are you doing, Zach? I'm doing well. Thank good. you for having me. All right, no problem. Uh, one thing that we start off the podcast with is we talk about the beer. The beer. The beer. We've been doing this a couple episodes in a row. So, uh, Rob, you want to tell us about it? Sure. I, we are about to try it. Uh, the beer is called Naughty Neighbor. It's an American-style pale ale, unfiltered. What do you guys think? It's I, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's, it's kind of sweet, really easy to go down. But for me, it's uh, I don't know what how I feel about just unfiltered beer. Maybe I'm just not used to it. But I guess as I get closer and closer to the bottom, I'm just uh, eh, there's something about it. Hmm. You're already at the bottom of this one. No, not this one. I'm just just in general. I don't know. What do you think? Keith? Yeah, I don't like to eat my beer. Drink, drink, ingest it is. I mean, that's what I'm kind of the idea. Like, because it's unfiltered. Oh, I see. I thought you were making fun of me, so I, I, I naturally get defensive. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was on your side, but now I'll say I actually love it. I blew it. What, I don't know what these chunks of, of stuff are inside, but uh, they're, Americans. they're chewy. Well, no. no, it's good. It's good. I like it. It's uh, it, it definitely has a lingering taste. Like, I just had a sip. Yeah. And it's really, really sticking in there. Yeah. Makes you want another sip. Almost. Makes me Does. want another to wash sip. it out and then <laughs> can repeat. That's it. It's uh, it's though. brewed by the Better Bitters Brewing Company, Better Bitters out of beer. Burlington, Ontario. Nice local beer, localish. Oh yeah. And and how do you find it? I like it. Good. I like the uh, the pretty lady on the front. That on that helps. Mm. That helps, doesn't it? Classic beer marketing. Classic the actual rock, even. Umbrella Company is uh, the Better Bitter Butter and Batter Company. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. Are, are you being serious? Here? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of the most beer. Like, like, uh, that's better. It's bitter, almost unheard of. It is. Yes. That's because it is. So, uh, Zach, tell us, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Where, uh, where are you from? First of all. Well, I was born and raised in Ottawa. Very lucky to have been born and raised in uh, this beautiful city. But I guess technically speaking, actually. I was born and raised the opposite of what I just said, not in Ottawa, because it was... <laughs> so you just lied to us. Well, no, because uh, I was born and raised in Nepean, which is now a part of Ottawa, since yeah. the city amalgamated, ah. but back then it was uh, its own distinct separate city. When, when did they amalgamate? I don't, I don't know this. Uh, we were you must have been alive. At, or something at least a decade ago. Yeah. So there was a Nepean City Hall and there was there was Orleans City Hall and, and Canada. Yeah. All of, okay. all of these places. Oh, I had they, no idea. they all amalgamated at once. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was this big. I feel like I knew that they amalgamated it but happened I didn't know when Larry yeah, was, that was in office. And I did, I think. I didn't realize that Nepean was part of that. I thought yeah. it was already yeah. part of Ottawa at that time. <clears throat> yeah. No, so so uh I grew up in Nepean in a little uh I don't know what it, it would even be called township called Bells Corners. Okay, um, Bell's Corners, yeah, and uh, it's you know it's kind of a it's a suburb, not a lot going on there, but uh, it was a great place to grow up. All my schools were within like a five minute walking distance from me, and uh, finally moved down here last year, downtown Ottawa, and I've been loving it. Can can you speak to the difference between Bell's Corners versus living downtown? I mean, there's pros and cons to both. Definitely. Um, well, I, I, for me personally, living downtown is, has just been such a huge improvement because I'm closer not only to uh, my work, but I'm also closer to all of my friends. I'm closer to you know any of the events or anything basically interesting that's happening in the city. It's all much, much closer, much more accessible, uh, even, even if you're just looking at stores or anything, really. Um, it's, all, it's all much much easier to get to here so I mean the one nice thing about Bell's Corners and, and any suburb really I guess uh, outside of downtown is you know it's a different atmosphere it's it's more relaxing um, there's there's typically more green space although Ottawa does a pretty good job with with green space and trails and uh, but where I used to live we were right we were right on the green belt uh, so that was really mm -hmm. nice being able to 
just go for a hike so easily or go biking in the trails go running so right um so yeah i mean there there's certainly pros and cons but for me uh downtown and, and just everything that comes with it including you know there's an energy there's a certain energy as well a certain uh a certain level of, of just excitement and and energy that's that's always present and so for me that that outweighs the pros of of living in bell's corners mm-hmm. yeah makes cool. sense but my mom and grandparents are still there and and i love them and i visit them regularly and nice. not knocking bell's corners you, mom, if you're listening to this, I was going to say you're, you're doing this in case your yeah. your, your mom or your grandparents. Please don't get mad at me. Okay. <laughs> or YouTube commenters. Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty popular on YouTube. It's true. It is. Do, do, you, do, do, do you want me to delve into? Do you that? want to speak yeah. into that because we spoke to Keegan during the episode where he served yeah. as guest about oh, Hell's Corners. Okay. Oh shoot, did we? I'm sorry. We, d- we did, but but what <laughs> we didn't get tell new material. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> Recycling, yeah. out of what here yeah. in our fourth episode. Yeah. Um, but Zach, you were the other participant in in these shenanigans. Yes, I was the other optimist, as we called ourselves. Right. And yeah, we we created a video about Bell's Corners, parodying, parodying. There we go. That's the word. Uh, Bell's Corners, and calling it Hell's Corners, and really outlining all of the negative, <laughs> often made up negative things. Yeah, like that, that fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. We said there were demons. Hobgoblins <laughs> and the sky chain yeah. and color stuff. Yeah, we made that video and then apparently there was actually some backlash within the community. <laughs> uh, people thought we were just stupid, immature kids making a video and we didn't know what we were talking about. They were still so wrong. You, you were, yeah, that's it. I was going to say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, well, it turns out they discovered a, a nest of hobgoblins later that oh, year, so we were vindicated. Jokes on that. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to have hate comments yes. on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> There's still no hobgoblins. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> spreading rumors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zach, I want to talk about um, your work because you do you some very, very kind of interesting. You, you're involved in, in nonprofits. And before we get to what you actually do, I, I thought it would, would be interesting to talk about uh, what set you on that path or why you chose to, to go the nonprofit route. Uh, okay, well, I again, I was really lucky with my current employer, who is Motivate Canada, um, and, and they're a national nonprofit youth development organization. And I used to work uh, for a daycare as you know, uh, and, and they did a summer camp, and every summer I would work at that summer camp. And one summer I decided, well, I don't, I don't really want to do that. I've done that for the past few summers. I kind of want to branch out, explore what other opportunities are out there. So I just kind of threw my resume out in all directions, and the only response I got, uh, and this was, I, I was applying so late, it was like June or, or no, I guess it was April or May or something, applying for jobs for the summer, which is oh, yeah. typically very late. Um, and this was in university. So uh, I, apl- I, I got a response from Motivate Canada, and they said, come in for an interview. Uh, I was super excited because it was the type of thing I wanted to go in. I've always had an interest in um, like health and youth development. At the time, I was volunteering with what's now called Youth Ottawa. So I was interested in those areas very much. So when I, I got the word from Motivate Canada, I was very excited and I went in and I got the job for a summer internship and then I was lucky I got a summer, summer internship again with Motivate Canada the, ne- the next year and then when I graduated, again, I was lucky that um, they had a, a, an open position for me. So that's how I ended up in that position and I never really uh, sought you know, working for a nonprofit specifically, mm-hmm. sought out working for a nonprofit. Um, but it worked out that way, and uh, again, I was I was just happy to be working with an organization that was, you know, working to do good and to try to improve the lives of youth and, and kind of build youth leadership and and uh, health and, and well being outcomes for youth. So that's how I ended up there. And then since working there, uh, and, and since kind of steeping myself in the nonprofit sector, <clears throat> it's it's definitely been interesting. It's definitely a kind of a, an area I'm, I'm very interested in. Cool. So it was more after you became more and more exposed to the organization. That's right. That, uh, now, did, did certain factors go in? Because I imagine when you 
when you graduated, you probably considered, okay, do I just stick with the same organization? I mean, I did that when I was a student as well, mm-hmm. thinking about do I stick with the same organization that I've been sort of part-time with throughout my academic life, yeah. or do I branch off? And I, I elected to branch off just because I saw everything I needed to see. Mm-hmm. So were there certain factors that went into do I stick with this organization and do I stick with nonprofit as a whole or was it just, this is just what feels right? And Yeah, I think it was a case of just what felt right. I, it was just, it was almost too good of an opportunity to pass up. Um, and it, it was, you know, it was a new position. It was a program coordinator position. Oh. And before I'd just been doing kind of the administrative assistant kind of thing. So, uh, you know, there was still more opportunity to grow within the organization and I still felt there was a lot more that I could learn there in that position and, and and again because I'd only worked in the summers for that organization so it wasn't like I was there for a terribly long time it was just you know three months or, or whatever it was each summer um, and the program I work with specifically is called Activate and it's it's a you know it's something that I experienced firsthand the first time I uh, interned there I, I participated in this leadership forum that they put on every year and so it was something that you know really was important to me and really you know kind of uh, I held a special place for it in my heart so it's something that I wanted to I really wanted to stay involved in and kind of just keep keep contributing and and, and being a part of that program sure. so that's why I it definitely crossed my mind you know just in the same way that I left the summer camp job to work at Motivate Canada you know I, I'm always trying to try new things and, and switch things up but at that point I thought hey it's it was a per- it was right it was literally like the week after I finished my last exam like I started so there was no kind of break you know I never had to search for a job after university which is lucky that's you know, great. a lot of people have to go on the job hunt immediately afterwards so yeah, so I just thought this is this is perfect and right. and sort of in line with what you were just saying so you know you you had exposure to the activate program mm-hmm. within motivate Mm-hmm. and you hold this conference. Do you want to speak a bit about what you do and when, what, what the Activate program is and what this conference is? Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's, it's a very cool program. Um, it's a national youth leadership program. So the whole, just like with all Motivate Canada's program, the whole, uh, the whole focus of it is to build youth leadership or to build leadership skills and leadership capacity as well as kind of confidence and, and competence within youth uh, so that they can kind of take uh, take their new sense of empowerment and uh, the new skills that they've learned and the new connections that they've made as well through attending these leadership forums that we put on um, and going back to their community to create a sport or physical activity project to get other youth active so the whole focus is what we call youth driven development right um, so it's it's all about not us running programs in communities and not us directly working with youth and and directly improving outcomes for youth it's uh, you know we believe that youth are the best suited to do those kinds of things themselves and to take their community's well-being and uh, their own well-being and the well-being of others into their own hands and that they know they know best you know how to how to be relevant to other youth and how to create initiatives that are are interesting and valuable to other youth. So we try to give them uh, youth leaders everything that they need to lead. That's neat. Uh, yeah. So we, we host these leadership forums where we bring youth. So we do them at different levels, national, provincial. We're trying to do some local ones as well now. But we bring youth from across. If it's the national forum, we bring them from across the country. We try to do every province and territory, and bring them together for a, a four day. Uh, leadership event and in Ottawa here we hosted at Carleton University and we go through a series of different workshops and activities um, like leadership networking uh, physical literacy um, we do workshops now on, on nutrition and mental health uh, action planning so like project planning um, and then do do various fun activities as well like the focus is really not only on giving them those skills but letting them all connect as sport leaders and creating that network between all of them mm-hmm. um, and and kind of giving them that that fun experience as well making it an experience that you know will inspire them and, and one that they won't forget right yeah that's great do you, do you know uh, or do you guys track what kind of youth driven development is going on in Ottawa or are you were saying you're trying to start 
going down local avenues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so re- yeah. Right now we're trying to start and activate Ottawa uh, Forum, and it would be interesting. There's there because it's at a local level. There are new things we want to try with it. Um, we're trying to engage different partner organizations that are already working with youth that want to kind of nominate a team of youth that they're working with to attend this forum and then come back and work with them to uh, do a project. So we've been approaching you know, organizations as varied as schools, obviously, community organizations like Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, uh, or sport groups even, like uh, soccer clubs or different sport groups. So we've been approaching those different organizations and we're still waiting. We put in a proposal for funding, but we're still waiting to hear back. But yeah, I mean, I think that would be a great opportunity to bring some of these organizations because there's already a lot of, of youth development work happening in Ottawa. But I think the real benefit of doing it locally would be bringing these different organizations that are already kind of doing the same type of work, but in right. different contexts, mm-hmm. bringing them together uh, and letting them collaborate and letting them learn from each other and kind of exchanging that knowledge. Um, so yeah, we're, we're excited about that and we're, we're going to hear very soon. So hopefully that's something that you know Ottawa will see in 2015 or, or oh. even sooner. So, but yeah, there's, there's lots of other stuff. I know that... Um, uh, well, I had mentioned earlier Youth Ottawa, uh, which used to be called Child and Youth Friendly Ottawa, and Keegan, you did some work with them as well. Um, yep. But they're a great organization, and uh, they're hosting very soon their Spirit of the Capital Youth Awards, actually, oh. um, which is a, a, a big gala-type celebration where they uh, award youth in Ottawa that have done amazing things in different categories, um, which is which is always really great and really important. And then... They do a lot of other work as well, including working with the city to ensure that, uh, you know, we remain a youth-friendly city and that there are opportunities for youth to grow and to develop uh, and for youth to take those leadership opportunities. So I know, I know, I guess two years ago now, uh, the city ran the mayor's uh, youth summit. So they, where they brought together youth from across the city and I guess kind of similar to an event, you know, like an activate type event, but it was more focused on listening to the youth and what they want to see in their city and what solutions they see for various uh, areas of the city mm-hmm. and, and various issues. So uh, that I didn't I didn't get to attend that, but it seemed like a really great event, and it's good to see that the city itself is taking uh, you know an interest and is placing importance on uh, acknowledging the opinion that youth youth have and, and the value that they have. Right. Yeah. When you say youth, what age group are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question because everybody has their own kind of definition. Some people take it really, uh, really broad and will include people up to 35. I've heard up to 35 for youth. So I'm youth. Uh, yeah, man, you're youth. Oh, <laughs> you're you're a <laughs> Yeah, you're 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 like an adolescent. Okay, actually. apparently. That, yeah. <laughs> Um, but it, I know at Motivate Canada, our definition of youth is 8 to 25. Below that would be okay. children and above would be adult. Um, but yeah, there's, there's different definitions. There's, you know, 6 to 21 or however you want to do it. So, or some people, you know, focus on teens like 13 to 19. And so it's, it's interesting that, you know, there are certain forums and you said, sorry, 8, eight to 25? Uh, yeah, 8 to 25. So 8 to 25, that's obviously a, a wide range of, of, of people with different priorities. So it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting seeing that there's these forums that, you know, are trying to appeal to, to this large group. But, I mean, obviously the, the priorities of somebody between 8 and 13, for example, are different between 23 and 25. Right, right. And, yeah, and I should specify for the forum itself, for the youth leaders we train at Activate, it's 16 to 22. Ah. Uh, so, you know, for various reasons, we have to bring people together that have are somewhat close in age. Of course, yeah, of yes, course. yes. Uh, but when they go back to do projects in their community, uh, you know, they can do a project that reaches youth that are, you know, a bunch of eight-year-olds and do a soccer camp with them. Or if they have different priorities, they want to do a, a club in their university, you know, they're reaching youth that are 21 or 20 or whatever. That's great. Yeah. So cool. anywhere in that range, yeah. Glad they thought of that one. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we thought that one through yeah. a little bit. So wait, we're gonna bring eight-year-olds and twenty-five-year-olds to the same same event. That'd be, that'd be interesting, actually. It could yeah. be a mess. Yeah, it, it could, could be a it mess. Could be. The, net, the networking workshop would be a mayhem. Yeah, yeah. you know, it wouldn't work. We do this fitness night where it's like a, an opportunity to unwind and play different sports and everything. So eight-year-olds versus twenty-five-year-olds over here. Oh, the eight-year-olds would dominate. They totally would. It'd be so embarrassing. Have you ever been to Laser Quest? I have. They would dominate Laser <laughs> all, Quest. All the eight year olds yeah. there? Insane. Yeah. Insane. I, I hate playing Laser Quest for that reason alone. <laughs> yeah. You just can't hit them, and it just makes you, you look at the scores at the end, and you're like, last place. That's terrible. It's horrible. It's uh, emasculating. Anyway. <laughs> I think that the lesson learned here that we should probably stop going to Laser Quest. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you're the I only think. one that goes. I don't know. Wait, you guys don't go? <laughs> no. I'm going tonight. <laughs> Mine is Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cool. So that's great about your your work and and what you do. So what do you do um, for fun? You know, like what do you like to do? What do you enjoy doing? Uh, well, not much really. No, I. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, uh, as you all know, we play uh, on a dodgeball team. We do. We all we all play dodgeball. I, I don't. Did did we have we mentioned it yet? No. We've done so. three episodes yeah, with the yeah. three of us. And we not once. We, we don't care that much about dodgeball. I guess not. Zach, I, Zach takes it very seriously. I, it's, I, as we've seen. Yes. So why don't you, you tell it, tell them about first of our name and then what we do? Sure. Okay. So yes, we are all on a dodgeball team uh, with the Ottawa Sport and Social Club, which we've been doing for about I don't even know. Three years. I think it's about three years. I feel yeah, but I think it's been like eight seasons. Oh yeah. Or so at Some least. Seasons. At least. Like yeah. yeah. So um, we're called the Dodge Fathers. That's our team name. Yep. It has been from the beginning. We have our own custom shirts. They're you know, actually starting to get worn out a little bit. The they're starting to get worn out. There's, Speak for yourself. Mine's brand yeah. new. There's kind of an ongoing <laughs> debate right now amongst the group whether we should buy new shirts or not. Um, and it's a ton of fun. Yep. We play every Monday. And actually, last season was the first season that we were the league champions. Yeah. That's um, to us. <laughs> yep. Just a little, little brag there. Let's toot our own horn. Yeah, yeah. Why not? We're the champions. Says <laughs> <laughs> queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's great. Yeah, it's been a great way, I think, for uh, just our group that plays on the Dodge Father team to kind of stay connected and stay together. You know, there's that one fixture every week where we know we're going to all see each other and kind of get uh, get updates from each other and actually last season uh, I played only every other game uh, right. which is not has nothing to do with the reason that we won uh, <laughs> I was there in the final game I ensured the victory uh, but uh, uh, I only played half but I, I found it was really difficult because it was just weird not seeing the group every every uh, week and right. I kind of felt yeah. like you know I didn't know what was going on so it's it's really good in that way. Um, do you uh, do you want to sorry? Uh, do you want to uh, speak a bit about just OSSC as a whole and sort of what that is and yeah, it's a really cool uh, organization and it, it's interesting too because I played kickball with them as well one season, which uh, had nothing to do with OSSC. I think it's just I <laughs> know uh, no offense to any kickball players out there. But it's a much less engaging sport, I'll say. Than dodgeball? <laughs> than dodgeball, Similar definitely. to the baseball side of things, where you're sort of right. mostly <laughs> inactive. Yes, mostly, it's a mostly inactive sport, which is not what I'm looking for right. <laughs> in a sport. So, um, but it's, yeah, it's really cool. And I've, you know, so I've, I've done sports with them for a while, and it's been actually interesting to kind of see them grow. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a group. Their, their tagline is uh, Recess for Adults. Yep. Just play, I think. Um, so it's cool. They they're one of the only really well uh, kind of supported organizations uh, that provide recreational opportunities for adults for people within our age group, uh, which I think is is really important to provide an organized sports league uh, that isn't competitive. That's just for fun. That just lets people play and socialize. Uh, and I, you know I think being physically active. Uh, part of what makes it it makes it so much easier for people to be physically active when it's something that's actually fun yeah, and it's right. accessible yeah. to everybody yeah. uh, because not everybody's a really intense soccer player and not everybody's 
you know, uh, not everyone's a, an ultimate frisbee player, and not everyone takes it that seriously. But they still want to have opportunities to to get active. So it's great in that sense, and I, yeah, it seems like it's really developed. And I know I've seen in other cities now, and I don't know if Ottawa was the first one. Um, I think they were one of the first uh, sport and social clubs, but now they're spreading yeah, out yeah. across Canada. Uh, and I know there's one in Kingston. I think there's one in Brockville. Uh, I think there are some on the East Coast, like Halifax. And so it's cool to see that that movement is kind of spreading. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun. The one thing that we've talked about before is that even though it's the Ottawa Sport and Social Club, and we certainly take advantage of the opportunity to socialize with each other, um, it's it's difficult sometimes, and I guess depending on the sport, to actually socialize with other teams. You're not necessarily yeah. meeting new people. But I'm, I mean, I'm sure I know they do events. OSSC they does. Lots of they do lots of events to facilitate more of that yeah. uh, inter-team, yeah. uh, you know, socialization. But just when you're going to your sport every week, you don't necessarily get the chance to actually yeah. meet new people because we just well, a they're our opponent, so I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's very serious. Yeah. When playing dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> we do take it very seriously. Yeah, wow. The other game, Stop. the other game, we were playing a team, and hopefully they're not listening right now. But you know, we we dealt a pretty swift blow, a pretty hefty blow to <laughs> to them. Uh, we we handled them very well. Trying to say it as delicately as I can, but it's I, not working. I think no, you're making it worse. We destroyed yeah. them, okay. <laughs> and uh, and apparently the other uh, team members were letting up a little bit at the end. But I uh, like on our team. On our team, yeah. yes. we were letting up because we you know we were up like 15 points or something ridiculous okay. like yeah. that. Uh, but uh, apparently I didn't get the memo and I didn't <laughs> catch on, so I was still going like full throttle. And it wasn't until after the game that I was informed that I was I was being. Uh, Hyper aggressive. Hyper aggressive. It's a good word for it. But you know, I I rationalize it afterwards. I say we're the champions, and <laughs> can't you can't let you can't you know let nope. up. No mercy. Can't let no. Up. No mercy. Okay. You gotta set the tone. You gotta set the tone. You gotta you gotta That's show it. them who's boss. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so what one thing with the OS, uh, OSSC and sort of some perks of that is that you know on top of some of the the social events and mm -hmm. these other tournaments that they have, I mean. It's great to socialize because they give sort of a little thing for Royal Oak. That's nice, yeah. So you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, they're different. Basically, if you've registered in a sport, uh, you get this little membership tag. Um, and they have various partners, such as the Royal Oak, such as uh, Kunstadt Sport now. Um, oh, yeah. I think like a physiotherapy clinic, or at least they, they did. Uh, Tommy and Lefebvre. Uh, so they have these various partners, and you can get discounts at, at these different places. So... The Royal Oak is, you know, that's probably the one that's used the most um, because it's great. After the game, you can go there and get, I think it gets you free nachos or free wings. And uh, again, it's just, it's an incentive to continue to socialize and, and hang out after the game. Yeah. So what so we need nice. to do is invite the other team that's after right. we've demolished them. Yeah. Invite the other team Extend out. Extend the olive branch. Be like, hey, we'll pitch in for some nachos. Yeah. And they, then. We should do that. They actually Well, we're not paying for the nachos. <laughs> I think it was last season, they introduced a league on Friday evenings, like a specific league. Ah. Uh, I think it was dodgeball, but they might have a few of them that actually it's it's not like almost mandatory. It's like encouraged. It's like a pub night. So right. you play sports for an hour with the other team and then you guys right. all go to a pub. Well, that's fun. A, that's a good idea. Yeah. 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 And I guess the other thing as well is you can register as a team of people you already know, but you can also register as an individual and be put with people you mm -hmm. don't know so yeah. you can meet people that way as well if you're just on a, yeah. a team of, of individuals I've, I've seen they have leagues that are specifically like individual signups only yeah right which is I guess would be more fostering the uh, the meetup mm -hmm. aspect yeah mm -hmm. yeah so it's a very cool cool organization and it's cool to see them growing great yeah and, and adding new sports as well like they right. offer so many sports yeah, yeah. sure um, it's pretty cool. So outside of dodgeball, which obviously is a big part of your life, uh, are there other things that you like to do, or things that you do outside of uh, outside of work, outside of dodgeball? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty invested in in kind of healthy living and and exercise and trying to, to live a healthy lifestyle. So 
I enjoy, you know, I enjoy things like running and, and biking in the summer. Still haven't taken my bike out yet this season, but oh, yeah. I will do that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, and, and, you know, weightlifting and exercising and that kind of stuff. I really enjoy that. It's a nice, nice way to kind of unwind, I find. Um, it's all around fitness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I, I'm also, uh, you know, I'm also interested in uh, music. Uh, I used I used to be in a band, as you guys know, but um, not currently. But I still like to to play uh, the guitar and, and sing and play the keyboard uh, every now and then. And last last year, I was in a musical. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a musical, Shrek the Musical. Uh, so you know, I occupy myself with that kind of stuff as well, various creative pursuits when I can. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, sorry, before we get too far away from the fitness thing, it yeah. might be a good time to put us put our sponsor in. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because Zach's very fit, so maybe uh, this is something you want to look into. Well, it goes yeah. hand, hand in hand with what you're saying. Go go well, ahead. I, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So our sponsor this week is Fit for More. Is your gym too crowded? Are you never able to get a machine? Tired of exercising with poor people? Fit for More may be the gym for you. For only $1,000 a month, you can work out in our state-of-the-art facility. Machines are always available because so few people can afford to come to our gym. Fit for more. It's expensive. See, that just sounds perfect for me. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Because That's great. I, yeah, working out with poor people is the worst. Oh, just so not just working out with other people. It's yeah. just the fact that they're poor. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, because well, you can yeah. feel it? Is that yeah, what you're yeah, you can just kind of, you know. You can smell you, it. They kind of give you like a dirty look. And, yeah. They see you all decked out in Nike stuff. All my Nike gear and, <laughs> you know, I just don't, I don't appreciate them leering at me. So, no. <laughs> is that what it is? You're like a walking billboard uh, for Nike. Yeah. And, uh, well, actually, okay. I, I use the gym in our, in our building. Uh, so that's which is free so that's a bonus that is a so bonus. I don't think I, I don't know if I would jump to paying but the exorbitant well it's a thousand dollars a month more. but I should mention there's actually a new initiative uh, for only five hundred dollars an hour you actually can rent the gym out privately just for yourself oh, oh only five hundred an hour yeah in addition to your regular thousand oh, dollar monthly fee of course yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, that's that's a pretty good deal so for those of you who can't go into your building's gym right fit for more Okay. So consider it. I I will. I, mean, I will. I think I can probably swing a thousand dollars a month. Put that into the old budget. Yeah. yeah with my it. nonprofit uh, income, <laughs> no, I'll just have to. It's no problem. <laughs> Crunch the numbers. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> right. Right. Um. So you have you obviously, if you're living a very healthy, active lifestyle, you have to fuel that magnificent vessel that you call body. <laughs> What I don't know what's happening. Right now. <laughs> Why are you taking your shirt off, man? <laughs> um, but you, yeah, and so you you must eat very healthily. And I, I'd like to talk a bit about um, you know what you consider healthy and your philosophy on food mm-hmm. in general. Uh, okay, yeah, I've I've gone through various diets and various not like a you know like a I'm going on a diet yeah. kind food of thing, lifestyle choices. Yeah, yeah, food lifestyle choices. <laughs> The literal definition of a yeah, diet is yeah. what you eat. Um, I've gone through, you know, I've uh, at different points in my life, I was a vegetarian for quite a while. I was a vegan for not quite as long, um, and now I'm I'm uh, what I call a flexitarian, uh, a largely plant-based diet. But I do throw in meat and and I eat fish regularly as well. Um, and yeah, I I think. You know, at some point in university, I kind of decided that eating healthily was something that I wanted to make a priority, and I spend, I or I have spent, uh, just ridiculous amounts of time, kind of planning out my meals <laughs> and like actually making meals and preparing meals in advance, and it's kind of you know to the point of obsession, but it's something I enjoy, and it, you know I I find it. Um, I find it enjoyable or, or fulfilling knowing that you know I'm, I'm fueling my body in in a good uh, in the proper way and I'm, I'm getting the nutrients I need and that you know, the thing with eating healthy is it's part of the reason it's so difficult is because there's no uh, instant gratification and there's no you know the benefits you don't see right until yeah. 
much further down the line. Sure. Uh, it's only when, and not necessarily. I mean, you you know, if you eat really poorly, you're gonna see the consequences <laughs> really yes. quickly. But it's, it's something where you know when you get you become middle aged or reach old age, if you hadn't eaten healthy leading up to that point, you know, you're going to you might run into some issues and by that point it's too late to to change things uh not necessarily but sometimes it can be so uh so yeah it's just something that's that's important to me and i try to you know try to get all the nutrients i need in a day and i try to uh i try well right now i'm trying to eat a lot of calories as well because i'm trying to put on weight uh i have a, a a really fast metabolism which is kind of it's a gift and a curse because if you want to put on weight it's a pain right um we should stop jogging so much yeah. first that's, of all that's that's another thing yeah you, you jog here right <laughs> i did yeah um but yeah it's it's uh it's something that's important and something i try to encourage others to do as well um and i think i think it's one of those things where people that don't do it uh, that, that don't kind of place place enough focus into eating healthy they don't they don't even know what they're missing out on right. I think I think a, a small amount of effort put into kind of improving your your meal or your diet or your your meal plans can go a long way into kind of making you feel better on a daily basis mm-hmm. um, and that, you know it might be surprising for some people to to try that and see how they feel afterwards right makes sense so the way the way you talk about it, it sounds like you you view eating healthily as an investment into your future health. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, definitely. I think it goes. I think it goes both ways. Like, it's definitely an investment and something that will pay off uh, down the line. Um, but it but it also I think there are some immediate effects as well, like I had mentioned. Um, and you know, and not just not just about you know physical appearance and. And I think that's that's where some people go wrong as well is, you know, they change their diet because they want an immediate kind of improvement in either their appearance or whatever it is, you know, they want to feel better. But then that's that's not a good incentive. You really have to make it a lifestyle choice, I think, um, if you want it to be sustainable and you want to make it part of, of who you are. So, yeah, I think... I think some people will do it, uh, and and I do it for for the immediate benefits as well. But I think you do have to look at it as as a long term investment and something that you are kind of committing to, right? And, and that you place enough value into. I personally look for immediate gratification. Yeah, so me too. Anywhere I go. So PC decadent cookies are a key <laughs> yes. part yep. of, of my diet. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, and and it's it's all a matter of values, right? Like. I, I'm, no, 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 no. It's a morality question. Yeah. No, no, it's like what, and and it's not black or white too. Like I'm, I'm like I said, I'm obsessive about it, and I, you know, I'm like I don't want to eat any sugar. I don't want to blah blah blah. I'm one of these like crazy health freak people, um, but it's not black and white. Like you can still have a healthy diet and and treat yourself and right. have piece of bacon and cookies. Sure. And you know, there's a whole spectrum of of that, and you can be a perfectly healthy person and still eat ice cream and, and right whatever you yeah. know obviously but yeah. but um but yeah it's finding the right balance for you and obviously for some people you know it's about finding the balance based on what you value more like if you value your health uh, <laughs> stop eating cookie no <laughs> no if, yeah depending on how much you value right that kind of lifestyle you're going to obviously place more focus there so that makes sense yeah and i'm yeah. I, you know i'm it, even though it may sound like it now, I don't preach yeah. really about right. a healthy lifestyle. I'm not no, telling asked. people to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You open this box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm I a healthy have, guy. I have a a question that sounds like a joke, but I'm really serious about it. Okay, it's for you. <laughs> okay. If let's use PC decadent cookies as an example. Okay. If I wanted to be, would it be healthier to put a cookie in my mouth and chew it up and just spit it out? Than ingesting it, or what? What are the? Well, I mean, it depends. That's bulimia, right? <laughs> like that's <laughs> no, not puking it. I mean, it's, it's like, like phase che- one bulimia, just like yeah. chewing it up and spitting it out. Is that? Well, it depends on what what you mean by healthy, right? Would you <laughs> Would you do that? 
would I do that? No. To taste a cookie. To taste a cookie, no. <laughs> uh, because then you're just kind of, you, you haven't really cut cookies out of your diet. Like you're, it's kind of cheating almost. But, but yeah. And the other thing is like health is such an interesting topic because it's so multifaceted and you can be, you know, when I was, and, and I'm actually less uptight about the foods I eat and and exercise and that kind of stuff than I used to be mm-hmm. uh, but yeah you have to find the balance between you know making those healthy lifestyle choices but also being healthy in other areas as well like health and well-being is is a an overarching kind of concept and it includes things like you know your stress levels your mental health right uh, like your relationships your social health all of these mm-hmm. things you know constitute your well-being and your health. So, if in the case of somebody eating a, or chewing on a cookie and spitting it out, I don't know if that would be healthy behavior. I think physically, <laughs> sp- mentally, physically, <laughs> I think physically speaking, it would technically be healthier because mm-hmm. you're not ingesting the cookie. Right. Um, you're still getting sugar around your teeth. It's pretty though, weird. So uh, orally, oral I, hygiene. I didn't even think about that actually. <laughs> but. Uh, but but you, yeah, I think if you're at that point, you would need to maybe reassess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good answer. Okay. So diplomatic. Think about your life. Oh, All right. Well, I got to go. So yeah, <laughs> go do some reassessing. That's I it. Gotta think about it. Brush your teeth too. <laughs> I would say in that case, just enjoy a cookie, or enjoy two cookies, yeah. and just ingest it, and really enjoy the don't don't watch don't be watching tv and just snap be snacking right, on yeah. things if you're going to eat a cookie and you want it to be a treat really eat the cookie and enjoy it and yeah. then imagine you know, spitting it out yeah. <laughs> or use it as a reward you know like i right yeah if I, if I work out and i run today or i do this and that i i'll have two cookies mm-hmm. all right well, you heard it here from zach eat your cookies yeah don't spit cookies. Don't spit cookies. <laughs> More importantly, Cookie Monster would be so disappointed. Oh, yeah. the Cookie Monster eats almost none of that cookie. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. And, and also, he basically, he's that. the pioneer of that technique. <laughs> also, is he not the vegetable monster now? Didn't he? Didn't they change that around? I hope he's, not. He's not even a cookie. Oh, there was monster something anymore. about that. I, yeah, I feel like that was a temporary broccoli monster. I don't know. He says cookie is a sometimes food or something. Oh. Right, that's what he says. Now. I don't agree with Which that at all. Which totally goes against his character. He's a cookie monster. Yeah, like he attacks cookies in a monstrous yeah. round. <laughs> He's supposed to be a beast about it. Yeah, yeah. It. not some rational being. Yeah, <laughs> but there is such thing as too much. <laughs> Monster with moderation. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. Um, what do you guys think about doing a uh, one of our segments? What's oh, absolutely. About what's going down in Bytown? Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, give her. Uh... What's going on in Bytown? Oh, I like oh. that. <laughs> <Zach's> <laughs> going down in Bytown. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I we're like going to get that. Zach to do all of our theme music. We, sure. we thought we were the like, musician? oh, maybe we'll get a band. Maybe we'll do some, some like, techno stuff. And then we're like, we this have Zach. Yeah. yeah. Acapella. Acapella Zach is yeah. what we call him. Zachapella. Ooh. From A to Z. How have I never thought of that? That's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> um, that, 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 that topped me. That's your one-man acapella group. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that counts. Uh, go ahead. Uh, what's going on in Bytown uh, this week? Uh, we have the ever popular West Fest, June thirteenth to fifteenth, uh, in Westboro, and it is it's a festival celebrating Westboro. Uh, oh, why not? Yep. Yeah. I, I looked on the site for a bit, and it didn't really say. I, I'm not. It's just clear. a festival specifically. Yeah, I think it's just like to to drum up not drum up business, but I mean to promote Westboro and yeah. the bring the community together. Bring the community yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. And they, have, they close off a portion of the of Richmond or Wellington or whatever it is mm-hmm. there, and um, it's a great place to bring kids. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of ice cream shops mm-hmm. in that area. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, Let's have an impact on other communities. Yeah, it, it does. You know, the, the it says here the success of Westfest has inspired other communities to organize similar celebrations. While some events have caught on locally, others are still struggling to attract visitors, such as CARP's Way West Fest. Way West Fest. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not doing so hot out no, there. No, no, no. I went there once. It, it wasn't great. But it's Way West. That's, it was Way it West. Yeah. True to its name. Too West. I'll say it. <laughs> Too West. Yeah. Going to West Somebody Rose, has to. That's already that's far getting enough. pretty west. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Am I doing this whole segment? Do yeah. the whole thing. Okay. Cheers. Uh, we also have Rib Fest coming up, which is a very popular Ottawa event. 
June 18th to 22nd, and that's on Spark Street, as most of our viewers, listeners know, audio viewers yeah. know. <laughs> uh, and Ribfest, if, in case you've never heard of it, um, people or businesses come from all over and they set up on Spark Street, and um, people line up forever and uh, buy ribs and eat ribs. Well, they, they tour all the rib right. stands. They tour and they compete against one another in like all across. Oh, I forgot. So it's just a competition in every city? Yeah. I believe so. So do they win? A... They, they have banners from when they've won in previous years mm-hmm. and in different right. cities. Oh, and, yeah. and if I'm not mistaken, it happens twice a year now in Ottawa. That's really? Machine Fest again. No, no. I, I think Rip Fest came twice last year. Really? I oh. believe so. Well, it's that's like exciting. Christmas coming twice in one year. I don't know if that's Christmas. And you know, I went to I went to to Rip. Why well, I, I go to Rip Fest? Yeah. But a couple of years ago, I went and, and you know, I mean, you guys know me. I try to avoid eating pork. Yes. And right. at no point during my delicious meal did I consider I was eating pork. I was just like, oh yeah, these are probably beef ribs. But beef <laughs> ribs would have to be pretty big. They would right? be huge. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. But it, it it didn't even clue in. I'm just having some fun <laughs> and I'm eating that. And like, I think it was like after I'd gone two or three times and Rip Fest was over, that I was like. Oh wait, that's why the pigs were all on those sides. <laughs> like that was just a oh, massive. Yeah, they just now. love ribs. Yeah, one of those things. No way. You know, I read that the city, uh, because of the popularity of Rib Rib Fest, the city has begun making plans to host another outdoor festival based on a cut of meat. Oh, oh really? Which uh, one? Uh, so uh, in 2015, uh, get ready for Breast Fest. Ooh. Sounds like something else. It does sound like something else. Yeah. Yes, you made a lot of disappointed people showing up. <laughs> sounds, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds succulent. Yeah. Succulent is a good yeah. word for it. All right. <laughs> Bunch of guys will be like, just chicken? What? <laughs> what uh, a waste. <laughs> Zach, have you ever been to West Fest or Rib Fest or have any experiences with either? I've never been to Rib Fest. Uh, well, of course. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it goes against everything he said yes, earlier. It does. But I have been to West Fest. Oh. I went, uh, I believe it was last year. Um, and it was pretty cool. We, I, I just, I wasn't there for a ton of time, but kind of just uh, roamed the streets a little bit and went and saw some of the musical acts. Um, I saw Amos the Transparent, they were playing, and they were really great. And that was, was really nice and just got some beer and hung out. That's great. And yeah, it was cool. They really kind of transform the area. Uh, I used to work in Westboro, and uh, it was cool to see it like that. It was exciting. Yeah, nice. it's fun. Do you not work in Westboro anymore? Technically, I work in Hintonburg. Is there a difference? Uh, yeah, I oh, think okay. so. As I, much as there's a difference between any two, yeah. I I I, lo- I thought it was a subsection of of. Westboro. I don't think so. I think uh, they it wouldn't make it, sense, really. Oh, I think it out loud. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're right beside each other, yeah. and I, they can. I think they consider. What I'm confused about is I think they consider the area that Hintonburg is in Wellington West because there are banners all up. Okay. On or maybe I guess that's just the Wellington section. They call ah. it Wellington West, and then Hintonburg is the surrounding right. neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think they just I I think they named it Hintonburg because it's a hint of Westboro. That's what mm. I read. I think you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Made up. <laughs> yeah, that's completely made up. No, I read it. On, <laughs> I read it on yeah. a street sign. Hey, he read it. Guys. That's that whole thing. <laughs> uh, last thing going down to Bytown, we have Franco Ontario. Oh, Franco Ontarian Festival. That's it. Which I've never heard of before. Oh, yeah, they're they're uh, passionate people. Yeah, so it's June twelfth to fifteenth at Jacques Cartier Park. Um, I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah the, the Franco Ontarian Festival celebrating French Canadians who live who live in on in Ontario. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be held this weekend. In other news, English speaking citizens of Quebec attempted to throw a similar event. Really? But they discovered that the event would be illegal in that <laughs> province. Mm. Well, that actually makes some sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been the. I don't even know if you're joking or not. Anglophone Quebec. <laughs> uh, that was a joke. Oh, right? anyways, okay. Uh, that's my <laughs> poor attempt at political humor. <laughs> Thanks, work. The Anglo Quebecer uh, fest. Right. Yeah, and yeah, that, that was. And yeah, that would be illegal. Oh, <laughs> undoubtedly. That's yeah. that's a fact. Uh, that's great. So yeah, ending ending on that. Uh, no. Well, we're you know we're we're running uh, probably 
We're going pretty long. Going right pretty now. long, but uh, I think we can fit uh, in another segment. We can segment. fit in the speed round. If what, we yeah, exactly. What I was looking for was the speed round because uh, was it? It's was quick. It me? You guys did that to me. Yeah, that's right. In the first uh, episode. Yeah. Right, Dad. Zach, you're an avid listener, so you know this. I know this. Yeah. So I think we're gonna do this to you. Okay. So bring it on. I'll I'll start off, and what we'll do is that we'll uh, nice going, Keegan. All right. That uh, alerts the start <laughs> of the speed round. <laughs> say, right next to the microphone. Just that's fine. So, uh, someone texted me and said, is this podcast almost over? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even live. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll start us off uh, with like a longer question, but we'll go, we'll go quicker. Right. And then, uh, we'll, we'll go, I'll put two minutes on the clock. Can sure, we get, can two we minutes. Get, It'll go me, Keegan, Rob, and then cycle through. Can we get some intro music for the speed round? Oh, yeah. Speed round, speed round, speed round. Speed round, speed round, speed round. <laughs> Woo! Boom! Uh-oh. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and go. If you had to part with a tooth, which one would it be? Uh, probably one of the molars. It wouldn't be visible. Okay. Who's your favorite Olympian? Uh, Alex Bilodeau. Who's that? <laughs> skier. <laughs> okay, skier. <laughs> What's your favorite sport? Um, golf. Okay. That doesn't count as a sport. Pick a sport. Uh, that is a sport. No, but pick a sport. I'll say dodgeball then. All right. If you're not good enough. Much better. <laughs> much better. Uh, pick one. Either stop eating avocados or live on the streets. <laughs> live on the streets. <laughs> 44 minus 12. 44 minus 12, 32. Is that right? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> Favorite style of potatoes? Uh, <laughs> scalloped. Good to know. Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, Xbox. What's one item you can't live without? Uh, toothbrush. Whoa, that's mm. a good answer. Favorite female singer? Adele. Okay. If you had to pick one color shirt you had to wear for the rest of your life, what color would that be? Black. Oh. Is black? Can I, <laughs> can I use that as a color? Yeah, yeah. I'll count. Yeah, okay. Least favorite color? Black. You <laughs> 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 <It> makes sense. <laughs> no, I, um... I would say mustard. Although I love mustard. Yeah, just not mustard's in. Mustard's in. Really? Yeah. I don't like color. Maybe not for guys. I don't know. I haven't seen any guys. Go ahead. Sorry. Tangent. What What unhealthy food is it the hardest for you not to eat? Or is that even relevant? Oh, yeah. Ice cream. Definitely okay. ice cream. I love ice cream. Do you prefer blinds or curtains? Uh, curtains. I find blinds are, are a pain sometimes. A pain? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Then you have to work the... Ten seconds. Oh, sh- if you were a poker hand... What would you be? Flush. Ooh. Top half naked or bottom half naked? Just in general? Yep. Uh, bottom half. Oh. Okay. That's and a, that's it. That's insane. A twist. <laughs> I don't even know how I feel about that. Just think... for comfort level? Mm. I would say bottom half. I don't know if I've ever even been bottom half naked. What? Just just bottom <laughs> half? Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's kind of a weird thing. When like what what situation would you be in? Yeah, it's like the brief moment when you're getting into the shower. I guess I take my shirt yeah. off first. Yeah, you do. yeah. The brief uh, moment I, where I you forget what order you take your clothes off. In. I switch it up. <laughs> I was waiting to see because you could have gone the other direction and said which you prefer females, but you took it on your own. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. You took the high. I road. wanted to see which one you would go. Yeah. That's, uh, anyway, I got the answer. That's fine. You know when yeah. I, I would be bottom half naked is. When you get, because when you get dressed in the morning, you might be bottom half naked nope. because you put on your shirt first and then you put on your pants. That's weird. So you can tuck in <laughs> your shirt into your pants. You know, I never do no, that. I put my pants I, on first it's every much time. Much easier. Yeah. And then I put them on after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Try it out. Try it out. <laughs> We're listeners. all gonna try it yes, out. Yes. <laughs> that we have my tip. Um, another thing is, I heard from one of our fact checkers. Yes. And as you probably listened to our our podcast, you heard that you know. We had Rob ask us questions, Keegan and I questions. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, one of our segments. Um, and as Keegan was in the middle of his sort of how, how did I start you know, thinking about podcasts, mm-hmm. he was talking about how he always used to listen to Rick Dees. And midway through this story, Rob, who was the question asker, if mm-hmm. you will, uh, decided to to interrupt and say, "Oh well, they found Rick Dees, and and you know he was lost and all that stuff." And you no, know, I mean we all heard that somebody got lost and somebody was found. I stand by and, what I said. And we we found you know Keegan was talking about this being you know one of his idols of sorts, uh, if you can call it that. Here's the thing: it wasn't even Rick Dees; it was Casey Kasem. Yeah. Uh, so the poor man's Rick Dees. <laughs> he was actually replaced by Rick yeah. Dees. Interesting. In the news this week. Jack McBrayer was in a car accident. Oh no! That, see that—that's Tracy Morgan. 
Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I did it wrong again. You're terrible. Oh my god. Uh, that's uh, that's that. So, uh, how are we doing for time? Are we? Uh, we've we've gone over. We're good. Are we still in the two minute speed round? No, no, no. no. We've, we've oh, that's over. That yeah, that, that's that's a long time. Okay, I can do, relax. Do we have time for another segment, or do you think that's? Depends what it is. Uh, no, it don't. would be ask. I ask the questions around here. You can ask us one question. Okay. Okay. So and, and, and we're gonna keep our our answers quick. Yeah. So, uh, and I ask questions around here. Uh, we have our guests ask us a question, and we answer it very briefly. Okay. Well, I was gonna ask a longer question. Oh. But in this, I'll just ask uh, a very fundamental question that has not been brought up before, and people that surf certain internet websites will be familiar with oh. it. But the question is, if you had to, would you rather fight uh, one horse-sized duck or a hundred <laughs> duck-sized horses? I want each of you to answer. Definitely a hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah, I'm on. You just like, like stomp. Yeah, but they could still kind of kick you. Like I, you know, they, there's shin. always the argument that like a lot of stuff would overwhelm you, but I don't think I'd be overwhelmed. Have you ever played soccer or like any sport with little kids? Like a lot of them. They, I have. They crowd you. Yeah, but then you just like push them. Oh, <laughs> that's one way. Well, You're well, a teacher, right? <laughs> we're, we're talking about fighting, right? Yeah, yeah. I would definitely fight a hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah, because it, I mean, do you let's have say, weapons? No, no. Oh, just, oh, I was picturing a sword. It's just you, <laughs> just you or and the mace. horses and or ducks, or I guess or duck, or yeah. Or okay, duck. well, I mean. The horses won't be powerful enough to kick me. They're yeah. they're, they're duck sized. Yeah. I ducks I would take a lot. Big. Big. I think if I kicked one, I, I would need to keep on going. Oh, okay. Ducks can be like knee height. No, are we what ignoring the laws of physics? Because a, a horse sized duck cannot fly. That's just that's not going to work. Uh, that's uh, ridiculous. No, no, they're, they're horses. Pass the duck. They're what? horses. The horse sized duck. Oh, sorry, horse sized. Oh, sorry, duck can't fly. I got that backwards. You're right. So it would just like. Yeah, it could kick. Do ducks kick? They will if they're horses. I would, They'd probably eat you whole. I would have to take the horses, the little horses, just because yeah, yeah. I don't know how I would kill a big duck. Yeah, there's a hundred of them, though. Wouldn't that be adorable? I, yeah. I would literally just kick all of them. Like, okay. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Stomping is another method. Yeah. They I just stampede you. I feel like I couldn't oh, just do that. They couldn't stampede you. They would stampede, they like, go. around you. No. They, they give you minor discomfort on the foot. What are would they, you pick? What are these pick? show I'm horses? Just, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Uh, okay. Uh, you, you'd pick they're the wild stallions oh. in duck size. Can Pure they jump? They can jump, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they can type? jump and sack you or... Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Probably can't happen. Uh, what would you pick? <laughs> I, uh, I would actually probably pick the duck. I feel like ducks are more docile. Uh... <laughs> Is that and, does that just factor one. into this? I thought these were all like rabid animals. Just, that were yeah, going to attack. I, I, I thought so too. You have to I, fight I, it. What well, do you think it's yeah. going to do when you punch it? Well, in the side I just of the think head? It, it's just not as used to uh, battle or combat. <laughs> so I just feel like historically, be, yeah, yes. And it's just one of it. So yeah. once it's gone, I Braveheart didn't ride. I think it'll be like Big no. Bird. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I could take it, or you could even you could master it and then ride it. Uh, you have to think about these things. Oh, yeah. Well, you clearly have. <laughs> the implications. <laughs> with, yeah. with that, uh, well, first of all, we want to thank you for, your, for, yeah, for coming on. Thank uh, you very much. It would be awesome to have you back. Uh, we'll probably bring you back. You're close enough. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thanks a lot. I hope you enjoyed this. I did. I did. Where can My people pleasure. find you? Uh, oh. Find you online. Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Zach Hayes, all one word, but with only one H. It's fancy. So I it's like at that. Z-A-C-H-A-Y-E-S. Nice work. Yeah. Um, do you have a website? I do have a website. It's not uh, really up to date. Don't go there. Great. Don't go there. <laughs> don't Google it's un- it. It's under construction, but oh. it's it's same Zach Hayes, Z-A-C-H-A-Y-E-S dot com. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have to check that out. Uh, well, you probably should. We did check that we out. We did check it out. It oh. hasn't been updated since 2011. But, yeah, uh, yeah, so still work to be done there. Ah, yeah, just work on that. <laughs> now, now that you have people going to this site. Yeah, checking it out. So your hits are going to spike. Exactly. To <laughs> uh, like my mom. Can I, can I uh, say one more oh, thing yeah, before yeah. we wrap up? Uh, assuming that this will be posted on Thursday, yep. June the 12th. That's fine. I would urge anybody, uh, any eligible voters within Ontario to after listening to this podcast go and vote at uh your your local yeah. voting station 
Um, obviously, this doesn't apply to any of the other Canadian listeners or the our international listeners, which, <laughs> of which I know there are many. There are. Um, but yeah, go and vote. Uh, if you don't know where you need to vote or who you're voting for, you can go to wemakevotingeasy.ca and look up all that information and just make sure you bring your identification with you to go vote and do it. It's very, very important. Good guys act. Nice. Yeah. Very responsible plug. <laughs> uh, to, to take us out, you know how it works. We're going to, you say, you yell Ottawa, mm. and we cut you off. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Ottawa? That was nice. Okay. Uh, we'll take That's that. Different. Do, I, do I have to draw out the A? <laughs> no, you don't. We, I mean, do we, we usually ask Stewie. that. We but do it in post. Yeah, that was my uh, Frank, Professor Frank. No, that was Stewie. Oh, really? Let it, was, me try it was a mix of both. Who's Frank? Professor. Pro- drama? drama. Professor. Isn't that his name? Oh. Yeah, it is. It is. I like his voice. Oh, the what? What? In all honesty, we, we don't cut them.